Welcome everyone to the newest episode of the Brohams podcast. As always, I'm Marcel. I'm Rike, color analysis for New Texas Pro and New Texas Pro Management. And uh, I'm Robert. Uh, and I like Green Bay Packers, even though Aaron Rodgers is about to be bye bye. How y'all doing today? We didn't see the logo. Oh, I thought you guys did. God damn it. Okay, no. there you go. Boom. There you go. Yeah. Right here, boom! Go pack, go yeah. all the way. Got packing all that gotta fudge. Get the Brandon, you gotta get the brand in there, kid. Yep. Also follow me on uh, Twitter. No longer on Snapchat. Uh, also follow me on Twitch. Oats two five four. Is that your Twitter name too? No, Twitter name is at uh, Heelbazik. B A C Z I K. I'm about to say people are gonna be putting heel ball sack <laughs> be wondering what the <laughs> hell they put in there like, <laughs> remember, was, remember in the wrestling locker room when we were in high school it was always like balls itch or ball sack like i could never escape it so hey, you know embrace it <laughs> yeah but yeah embrace your uniqueness uh so it's been another week in the wild world of wrestling or the wild world in general i still haven't got a covid shot my mom wants me to go get one Monday, but I got mine. You got both of them or just the first one? Just just one. I get my second one on the 20th. Which one did mm-hmm. you get? Uh, Pfizer. I heard Johnson Johnson was fucking people up or something Johnson like that. Johnson Johnson will kill you from what I heard. I'll fuck it up. Uh, I think all of it is a scam, so I'm pretty sure it's all going to kill us eventually. So <laughs> I'm not going to take it. So what you're saying is your spot's going to open soon on this podcast. Oh. <laughs> Alex, no, I'm not saying you have to be vaccinated. I don't hope you do, but hey, you may catch something which may leave you incapacitated nope. for a bit. No, nope. nope. forever. Not me. I will not catch anything because I have a perfect immune system. You would damn okay. Lie. All right. And and hold on, I got these bad boys right here to help me out. No one can see right now, so I'm just gonna say there are elder berries. These are the things that make you want to go vroom vroom when you're not wanting to go vroom vroom. Also, it helps you uh, support your immune system. What the fuck are you talking about? I feel <laughs> going, like going going vroom like, vroom. I feel like I should I know feel, what you're talking about, but I don't know what you're talking about. I feel vroom, like vroom, bro, like you're on a feel go, like, like keep going. I feel like this whole doing bit, whatever you got to do. I feel like this whole bit is putting me on a bad segment of Raw. I was just listening to Robert talk, like, what are you talking about? Like Zach Sebit, you want to talk about that Sebits? I watched how Charlotte entered that triple threat match. Did Sonya she just Deville, ask? No, Sonya Deville legit said, "Well, if Raw WWE Championship should be a triple threat, then the women's title should be a triple threat." So no, Charlotte, shouldn't. you're in the match. That's legitly what happened. That's literally how she got into the SummerSlam match for the most part when Becky became the man. Becky had been busting her ass for literally like a couple of months to become prominent on SmackDown again. Charlotte comes out. Charlotte comes back, wins literally one match, and then she's in. Yeah, Charlotte even hasn't wrestled since she's been back, has she? Yeah, yeah, she wrestled a couple times. Oh, did she win those matches? In Charlotte, of course she did. No, she. she Well, she lost. She lost to Asuka. She finally lost to Asuka, but it was like via shenanigans. So good. Well, I mean. 
I think Rhea, I think Rhea came out and distracted her, and then Oscar like rolled her up or something. I can't remember. Is Rhea a heel? Because I didn't get a heel vibe from this promo at all. I don't and know. It's definitely what, Charlotte. I, and everyone else is the baby face. I don't know what the fuck Rhea is. I think they're trying to make her a tweener, but she's teaming with Nia Jax and Shayna, so I don't. I don't fucking. Mm-hmm. These will save your life, ladies and gentlemen. These little elderberries right here. We're trying to hawk drugs on the podcast. Get your vaccine, kids. (laughs) Get your vaccines. Everybody get them, please. Don't do it. Go back to some some normal sleep. Thank you. Look, Robert, I don't need your flat flat earth conspiracy theories on this podcast. (laughs) For real? Fucking lizard men living the earth ass, boy. (laughs) Sound like like some random ass dude in fucking Belton sitting outside the Sepco talking about something. Oh, it's all a scam. The earth is flat. The COVID vaccine is a scam. They're just putting a chip in you. That's what you sound like right That's now. That's the worst thing B.O.B. ever did. Talk about, start talking about the earth was flat. Because people, there were already people out there that said the earth was flat, but we just ignored them because they were fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. Then B.O.B. got you? his, then B.O.B. got his bald black ass out here talking about the earth flat. And blah blah blah. Now we got a boo boo ass nigga with money talking about the earth flat. And then all these dumbasses feel justified now. Now well, I gotta look at all, now I got now the earth is what? The earth isn't flat. Damn right. Oh, I'm about to say I'm like the earth the what? I was the like the earth isn't flat, but there also, is no there is no there but is a scam. Shut up. There's a scam going Either way. on with those vaccines, stop, man. Stop shut up. <laughs> stop. Shut up. Yeah, Either way, now I got to look at AJ Styles <laughs> cockeyed because he may or may not be a flat earther. He is a flat earther. Shut up. <laughs> he said he read some theories and that's as far as I'm going to go with it. So It was probably cross-faded, bro. That's why. Shut up. Anyway, that's probably why they got rid of Bo Dallas. He over here talking about lizard people going to run over the world and shit. Like, I, Well, that's stupid, too. I like how Robert be putting these things in the front of the camera, despite the fact that we are not showing this footage online yet. (laughs) One day we will. And one day when we do, this is going to be this. I hope this airs. When we do, it won't be these episodes where you just put random shit Everyone comes to Albert, Albertson's mm. Market, we sell Chick-fil-A sauce now. Looks just like a bottle Robert, of half the country doesn't have an Albertson's. Also, well, they like, need one. That looks like a bottle of glue. <laughs> a bottle? With the Chick-fil-A cereal or what? Fucking that looks like glue type shit. That looks, that looks like Seamus upside down. Oh, God. <laughs> Speaking of Seamus, he beat my boy Mansoor, and I don't like that. Oh, no, dude. I cried. I legit cried. There goes the perfect baby meat, the white beat, with the white meat baby face. There Just you go. stop before you kill yourself. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that was yeah. a mouthful. I'm sorry. It's because he's a brown man. It's because he's a brown man. <laughs> that's, that's what that was. Come on. Mansoor was such a great baby face. How come everybody else, when they get called up and they undefeated, they stay undefeated for a bit, but Mansoor lost his first match <laughs> after getting called yeah, up? Right? Like Oscar kept her undefeated streak. The Viking Raiders kept their undefeated streak for a bit. Mansoor, fuck, nah. He got to lose to Sheamus this first night. And all people, Sheamus. The palest motherfucker on the roster beat this brown man. <laughs> hey, I'd rather get beat by Sheamus than get beat by Baron Corbin. <laughs> that, yeah, that's true. I don't know about that. Baron Corbin retired to Kurt Angle, so he's got some credibility. Oh, my God. Look. Sheamus hey. beat John Cena hey. like three Look. times. But he didn't retire John Cena. That was the fiend Bray Wyatt. So... There you go. 
Okay, fair enough. But still, I'm just saying that. Who's also missing in action, apparently. He needs to be. I don't know. They go, Every time he brings some new gimmick out, they fuck it up. Like that man at yeah. this point. They literally gave Alexa Bliss's gimmick, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and her damn, her damn doll. And she's even doing the shit with the doll, just watching people like the puppets used to. Like, just Jesus Christ. It says, like, uh, Vince said, this gimmick that you came up for yourself, it doesn't work for you. But we're going to put it on Alexa. Well, Vince, it was my, fuck you. That's fuck what he you. do. He did to Zack Ryder. <laughs> That's the shit. Yeah. That's the shit you always hear, though. It's always like, those guys gotta go get out of here and grab the brass ring. Zack Ryder made a brass ring. Y'all said, nah, fuck that shit. And threw it down the stairs. Like, how dare you get over by yourself? Well, what makes you how dare you get over by yourself? Y'all weren't using me, so I just thought I'd, you know, do some stuff on the internet. Fuck that. Yo, can we clear something up real quick? <laughs> Everybody got mad about them bringing Eva Marie back, even though she's been on the books since what, November? Yeah. I'm like, okay. My question <laughs> is, though, were they planning on firing all those people by November? No. Why? No? <laughs> they don't, companies no. don't just decide, hey, we're going to let go of these specific people by November. They just do. Yeah. <laughs> then why did it take so long to debut Eva Marie? Because they were looking for a right gimmick, I guess. Yeah. And plus, it sounds like they wanted plus- to do it to fuck with people. They get them pissed off. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, really get them heat. Because <clears throat> people don't pay attention they were like oh they fired all these people but rehired eva no eva's been rehired they just were waiting there have been rumors of her being rehired since before mania yeah like Around, long time. The, actually the rumble because a lot of people thought she was going to come back in the rumble i did i didn't want to i don't want to see that i did she had a great she had the greatest entry she had the greatest gimmick for that era when she was she doing improved. that fake entry shit when yeah. she was doing that fake entry shit that was great mm. You remember that time Triple H trolled everybody in NXT and gave her that title match with Bailey, and then she almost won. <laughs> yeah, that that's when she was starting to be okay, but I just don't think she's been uh practicing in the ring the whole time. So she's literally been she's literally yeah. been at the PC the whole time. Exactly. Like, oh, okay. Well, I'm just saying before that when she was doing her thing. She was at the PC. She just got called up super fucking early. Yeah, you remember when? Uh, remember that show on Told Divas when all the girls were mad at Eva because she was like, I guess getting pe- because she was training to be a wrestler or something like that. I'm like, why y'all mad that she trained to be a wrestler? Also, she didn't even really want to train to be a wrestler at first. They made her do that. So why you mad at her? She's just doing exactly. what they're telling her to do. <laughs> like the fuck. Yeah, that's the thing that gets me though. Everybody makes a big stink about stuff like that, but it's like, okay, if Mr. Man came to you right now and was like, hey, I want to offer you. A million dollars just a right for raw. Your ass is gonna say yes. Yeah, I'm right for raw for a million dollars. I'll yeah, hate every yeah. second of it, but it's a million dollars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it was so like, it's oh, like as long as you pay me first, brother. Like, I don't know, Rigga, you can attest. You could probably attest to this. It's like to me now, at least when wrestlers, when some wrestlers be like, "Oh, I don't care about the money. I just care about the." I just love the business. I'm like, you bullshitting. Like, yeah. you can have passion for the business. Yes, I totally understand mm-hmm. that. But it's still about money. You're not going to be like, you're not like what, like when Daniel Bryan said, like a few years ago, we used to I love this. I love wrestling. I'll just go wrestle an army. I'm like, Brian, you're not going to go fucking wrestle in an armory because they won't pay you shit. Because mm. any promotion, because any promotion, because any promotion that runs out of an armory will literally not be able to pay for you. 
Mm. And you ain't gonna take that drastic of a pay cut just because you love wrestling that much. Nobody loves wrestling that much. It's like, yes, I love wrestling, but nigga, I want to eat. <laughs> like, I want to eat. <laughs> so anybody that so when wrestlers be like, oh, I don't care about that. It's not about the. It's like, yeah, it's about the money. It just depends mm-hmm. on how much money. Exactly. Like, Teddy Biasi said, everybody like, got a price. Exactly. Like Shawn Michaels is good and retired. Hey, you want to come back and wrestle in Jeddah at Crown Jewel against Taker and Kane? Fucking fine. Well, how much? How much? <laughs> <laughs> he, he came out of retirement quick. He can say what he wants to say, but everybody knows what's up. Like everybody mad. It's like, oh, Brock, just do this for the business. Not do it for the money, not for the love. Newsflash. Almost every wrestler does it for the money. Yeah, mm-hmm. even Kevin Nash admits it so many times. Like, yeah, almost yeah. all of them to a degree do it for the money. They just don't talk about it a whole lot. It's like a lot of the guys were mad at Brock. Like, oh, he only wrestles a couple times, a couple times a year, and he just stands there while Paul does all the work for him. I'm like, look, if Vince was gonna pay y'all seven million a year to do just that, just stand there, yeah, and take a few bumps, do some suplexes, leave. Shit, yeah. all y'all would do the same shit. Y'all He's- giving this guy all his grief. Facts, <laughs> easiest money. He is that'd be the easiest money you ever made. Like, um, like someone put on this uh this group I'm part of. And that's how I know some people weren't thinking long term. They were seeing the short term glory because they were like, would you it was like, would you rather sign to an indie promotion for like X amount of money and they'll make you champion? Or would you sign with WWE for X amount of money, but they won't guarantee make you champion? I'm like, sign with WWE. Easy. Yeah, exactly. First off, I'm making good to decent money. Second, Plus I'm learning. You're learning. I'm learning yeah. from like some of the best the business has ever had to offer. So yep. even if I flame out of NXT, I can go pretty much anywhere with that knowledge. Yep. And have a leg up like, over most guys who just learn how to wrestle in their fucking trampolines. <laughs> yeah, young bucks. I mean, I wasn't specifically saying them because the Hardys did it too. So <laughs> yeah, Hardy boys. Which, by the way, Jeff Hardy needs to go somewhere else. Jeff Hardy just needs to be treated with a bit more respect. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going on with him. Well, I know. Yeah, he made a I know they're, 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 event. Come on, I know. That's I know their dad. I know their dad passed away not too long ago, so I, that's probably one reason he's not on TV right now. But that shit is wild then, to me because when you think, look at the headline, it was like two former world champions face off on main event. Like, what the. Fuck. Was this recently? Or? Yeah, it was like last this week's episode. It was it was gender. It was gender who also formed a new stable while down there. They well, put he's him been off TV. That was his first match back in months, apparently. They put him so they put him with Indus Share. And they've changed their names again. Weren't they just heel? Weren't they just faces on Super? Never mind. No, yep, they were. They were faces on that uh that uh whatever that show was. Uh Superstar Spectacle. Or yeah. Whatever that was. Yeah. They're their faces. I mean their heels with gender now. And hold on, I gotta they changed their names. No, let me let me look. Jinder Mahal returns with a new look and stable. Uh yeah, he's bald now. That's the only difference. Yeah, he bald though. Oh, I think I know what they're doing with Jeff right now. I think I figured it out. I know not too long ago he was in an interview and he said something like WWE is setting their ways where he's AEW. Seems like they're more interested in trying new stuff. So that could be. Probably. I can't find their names right now. But yeah, but, uh, 
I guess I think both of India's share are with him, or it's just one of India's share and some other Indian dude they signed. I don't know. Uh, Jericho wants Samoa Joe in AEW because, of course. But I uh, moving on to around the ring for this week. <coughs> First story we got is uh, Tony Khan threw some shade at WWE recently. In an interview with Entrepreneur.com, AEW president Tony Khan was asked how he tries to make AEW more genuine to the fans than their chief rival, WWE. For Khan, it's largely in delivering to the fans what's been promised. There's a lot of differences, Khan said. I don't really do cheap DQ finishes to prolong something. There are other wrestling programs where you might see multiple DQs and countouts in a week. I believe in giving fans a finish to the match. I believe in not false advertising programs and people. I might hype something I really believe in, but there's a big difference between hyping something and false advertising outright. I've never done the latter. Um, what? That yeah, you ex- did. That exploding ring match comes immediately to mind. <laughs> you promise you know a why? big earth-shattering brushed- kaboom, and you ha- we had sparklers. They brushed, they brushed it off and made it kayfabe. That's why. Which was the worst thing they could have did because it just made Kenny right. well, look that's even why he's stupider. Not mentioning it because he's trying to, he's trying to erase people's memory of it. It never happened. It was all part of the story. I think Ooh. that's why we have a lot of goodwill with the audience. Following through on the things you say you're going to do and trying to deliver a show that's in the spirit of what the fans want to see week in, week out, and offering fresh matches and fresh programs is a big part of it. You know, not doing the same 17 matches. I mean, same matches 17 weeks in a row over and over again. Now, he's right about this. I'm not going to lie. Dewey to be just be doing fucking rematches every goddamn mm. week. But they at do. the same time... AEW is repetitive in a different way because almost all their matches have a fucking jump start mm. or there's always some wacky ass fucking after what they call it afterbirth to the matches a run it everybody nobody can cut promos for the most part everybody gets interrupted when they say two words so they also have repetitive ass problems uh what 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 else was what else did he say that I could oh yeah I don't really do cheap DQs to prolong something Y'all don't do DQs in AEW at all, to my knowledge. <laughs> Mostly because nobody gives a shit about the referees there. So the refs don't yeah. even do their job half the time. I don't even know yeah, what Yeah, Jim Ross was talking shit uh, again at, on a tag match. The match I was telling you guys before we were on, an, on air, I was just like, Omega was pissing me off. All he did was not with Nakazara was just ch- sell, sell, choke, pick, choke. It was like they were mocking the business, but you no, know, Jim Ross was just like, "Well, I mean, who's the legal man? Uh, well, well, I guess the referee doesn't exist or something like that." Jr. And always then, be taking them cheap ass shots on and, commentary. Excalibur, Excalibur's was like, "Well, uh, yeah, the referee's uh, having a hard time keeping control of these men. Yeah, trying sure. to count them out, but they're not listening or something like that." And I was like, "That's a horrible justification. Just say they don't know how to fucking do shit right." Referees also never count. <laughs> like, they never count. Like, they'll start a count. Well, they're supposed to. And they'll start a count, and then they'll go outside the ring and then stop counting. Or when they go back in the ring, they stop counting. I'm like, why? Why did you stop counting? Exactly. You got to make the refs legit, because if the refs don't seem legit, then it doesn't seem... I mean, you're assimilating legitness, you know what I mean? Like, it just... Ew. Then I also heard apparently there's heat between Cody and the other execs. That's a Where rumor, the though. Ex- 
you know, the, the Bucks, Bucks, the Bucks and Kenny. Kenny. That's a rumor, though, that there's heat between them. I'm like, if there is, I could see it. They all had different ideas of how the business should be. That's why. But they wanted to do business together. So <laughs> I don't know. You know, that's the price you do. It's like you shouldn't. You knew what these dudes were about. You still went into business with them. That's just saying if the rumor is true. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think it's true. If it is, they're just trying to fuck with people and just like, oh yeah, let's, let's just work everybody and pretend we have heat. So Robert wanted to throw conspiracy theories around. Well, <laughs> some NJPW stars got COVID. A, a few of them. Uh, earlier today, this was reported on May 4th, uh, NJPW announced that Okada... Been, Kazuchika Okada, Minoru Suzuki, El Desperado, Yoshinobu Kamenaru, Sho, and Yo were taking off Wrestling Dontaku Night 2 due to COVID-19 concerns. And then there were two more wrestlers that got removed, but they didn't name those two. Hopefully it's not Red Shoes. The ref? Yeah. I love Red Shoes. I mean, he's a good ref. He's a great ref. <laughs> my dream, my, my my legit dream is to have Red Shoes follow me on Twitter. If you can just follow me on Twitter, what's we can block you? No, no. <laughs> Only Chelsea Green and Mick Foley block me for Those good reason. Bastards. Can we talk no. about how? Can we talk about Mick Foley tweeting stupid stuff real fast? Oh, well, I'm so glad I, I can't see it. He was talking about he gonna tweet at Vince that WWE should do an all women's show before AEW does. Number one, I hope AEW does a women's show. <laughs> I'd love to see it. It'd be fucking terrible. Two, <laughs> no. <laughs> like, look, I love WWE's female roster. I legit believe now they have the best female roster on this planet when it comes to wrestling promotions, period. I don't care. Anybody can come at me in the comments, whatever. Who started them? No. Oh, Brett Breaker. The AEW, definitely not. Impact, they have a good women's roster. Now it's good as WWE's. ROH is still building theirs. It's just like WWE got the best female roster legit right now. I'm sorry. That's just how it is. That being said, they don't need their own show. Mm-hmm. Where would That's you put it? Where would you put it? Right because behind main event 205 Live Superstars. They, they, are, they already got too already. many shows. We got yeah. Raw, SmackDown, NXT, main event, 205 Live. NXT UK. NXT UK. You want to put a ninth show out with only the women? No. No care. Where would you put it? You gonna put it on the network? You gonna put it on? I mean, that'd be the YouTube. best place to put it. You fuck, fucking we, Peacock, we like, where you can't like get the numbers. And just put it on YouTube. They probably get more views than AEW shows. But <laughs> how like, many? You, how many views does AEW Dark usually get? I don't I watch never it. Saw that. I think it tops out maybe five hundred k. I don't know. Half a million? Maybe. I think their first episode of Dark did a million eventually. Rookie numbers step them up. Shoot, I remember WWE clips used to get a mil, two mil. WWE clips on YouTube would get more viewers than the show itself. (laughs) (laughs) That's a shit that was wild to me. A clip of Raw, a clip of something that happened on Raw began like 3 million views. I mean, obviously people, some people watch it multiple times, but at the same time, it's just like, this should be having 3.1 million views within Raw's rating to be like a two. <laughs> like, or like the... a 1.7. For real. I'm like, two nine. I'm like, maybe WWE, maybe you should just put like an hour of Raw on YouTube or some shit. <laughs> like the first hour of Raw, put that whole on YouTube and see how it do. 
or put the third hour of Raw on YouTube. I don't fucking know. Just, uh, just get rid of the third. I know they're not going to do it because of money, but get but rid yeah, of I'm like, hour. I'm like Mick. Mick is fullest. Why would you think tagging Vince, who probably does not monitor his Twitter at all, <laughs> like is is going to be like, oh, uh, maybe I should do a women's show before. Uh, uh, Mick uh, Foley is right. <laughs> uh, what the hell's out of the show again? Uh, Stephanie, help me out. AEW dad? Yeah, CCW. <laughs> maybe I should maybe I should do a women's show before like you don't give a shit. Cause it's like what what would you put all the women's titles on there? Like would you get rid of the SmackDown and Raw women's titles and just make one women's title that is only on that show? Yeah, it wouldn't make sense. Yes, I'm like, there's a lot of logistics that go into this thing if you try and make this show. Yeah, because Lance Storm brought up all that stuff to him, and Mick never replied to him saying like, "So, if you do start up an all women's show, does that mean they stop being on the other shows? Is it just morph into one thing?" He never got an answer. Yeah, exactly, because because Mick didn't think that shit through. <laughs> that's the problem that's with Twitter. You just shoot and just that's let that shit go. Man. I was like, if if you do that, then does that are they still going to be on Raw and SmackDown? Like, how's that going to work? Or like, the the best they can do is maybe dedicate the first hour of Raw to the women, maybe dedicate the second hour of SmackDown to women. That's the most they can do, but I don't see it happen. Uh, it's not economically feasible because people will tell me, yeah. well, the women do the women do ratings. I'm like, yeah, they do ratings in their segments. I don't mm. want to be that dude, but put, I mean, it'd be an interesting thought experiment to see how it would work, but at the same time, it's like, okay, put all the women on one show. My only question about this is all these people are making a gripe about how there's not a women's show. Were y'all watching the Mae Young Classic those two years it was in existence? Or I know I watched both years. Yeah, I watched watched, both years too. That tournament was great. They need to bring it back. Right. Yeah. yeah, I don't think a lot of people did though. Did y'all watch Evolution? Like y'all wanted Evolution to happen. Did a lot of people watch Evolution? There should be they should do more evolutions. They should at least have their own pay-per-view, right? Yeah, I wouldn't mind their pay-per-views, but if I they don't, don't know, deserve, I, they don't get their own show, but but the it, pay-per-view, it's, it's not confirmed. But I've read in different places that Evolution was like one of the lowest-viewed shows since the network days. They don't release the numbers, but I read somewhere where Evolution didn't do nearly as good of numbers as the other shows they did that year. That's why it wasn't brought back or something like that. Exactly, it's always that thing. It's like, so who do you blame for that? You can't blame the company for that. They advertised it. Yep. Yeah. I mean, they could have advertised it better, but they still promoted it. They promoted Mm -hmm. it hard too. It was a big deal. Hell, it was everything they they kept talking about this shit for like three months. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Every segment. They even had the dudes talking about it. I think AJ Styles mentioned a promo and I rolled my eyes. I was like, Jesus fuck. (laughs) I mean, because I already knew I was gonna watch anyway, and it wasn't a bad show. But you put that on TV, it's what 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 you gonna do with it? Like you said, yeah. who, what the fuck do you just do? You just like purge all the rosters of female wrestlers and just put them all on this show? Do you get rid of all the titles and just make these singular titles like a WWE Women's Champion, a WWE Women's Tag Team Champions, a I guess two other secondary titles, a Women's Intercontinental in the U.S. Like what the fuck? What do you do? <laughs> the Women's Heavyweight Champion. That's what happens. People just say shit. And then they don't think about it. It just sounds good at the time. That's the problem with Twitter. <laughs> Somebody just stream of conscious, just say something. Yeah. Don't think about it. And then boom, you get questioned on it. You like, ah oh, fuck. 
always say this the women are doing a lot better than they were when I started watching wrestling. Like, motherfuckers is closing out WrestleManias, having the highest rated segments on TV shows. I think when Bailey and Sasha had their blow off match on SmackDown, they did like 2.2 million views, just their segment mm-hmm. alone. Yep. So I, I'm like, just be happy that they're getting more opportunities than they were before I made shit. There was a time where Sasha Banks wouldn't have been on The Mandalorian. She wouldn't have got that opportunity. Now she's got. Yeah, now her phone is ringing more often. So and now, yeah. So just be thankful for what they have. I mean, Ring of Honor can probably do it. I don't think AEW should do it. TNA <laughs> could probably, I mean, Impact, Impact could probably get away with it because they only had one show. Maybe yeah. it could work for them. I don't know. Rika, did you get tired of your mic? Huh? You coming in muffled? I was just asking. I'm like, you just get tired of doing your mic? No. <laughs> like, I, uh, <laughs> I just got a thing that said um, my phone was at 10, percent so I was oh, charging when I'm talking to y'all. Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna say to, to piggyback on what Rike said. Yeah, I grew up in an era where it was probably a, just as bad or worse, where there was only one legit women's wrestler or two, and it was Alundra Blaze and uh, Bull Nakata, and all the other ones. Bull Nakano, but continue. Nakano, there we go. I forgot. My bad. Um, yeah, but those are the only two wrestlers on the roster back then. They didn't even have an opponent for her at WrestleMania 10. Alundra Blaze. It wasn't even. So, two, they weren't even the only two wrestlers on the roster. It was just like Alundra Blaze was the only woman on the Bertha. roster, and then it was just Alundra Blaze was the only woman on the roster, and then whoever her opponent was, they wanted to bring in that day. <laughs> like, yeah, pretty much. It was. It, it was wasn't horrible. like they signed anybody else. And that was what I grew up on, and then it got worse during the Attitude Era because then it was just bra and panties and pudding matches, and that didn't help anybody. Look, as a horny uh, adolescent child, I love the bra and panties matches. Oh, yeah, it served a purpose for a time, but like... Oh, it served no purpose at all. I just liked it because I was oh. uh, horny, horny, say horny. That, so Say that to my right hand, buddy. Oh, God, I did um, not need to know that. Keep that shit to yourself. Anyway, I'm so glad we don't put these videos out. <laughs> Jesus anyway. Christ! But yeah, there's a lot of logis- there's a lot of logistics going to that shit. So it's like you just put it as like do it before AEW does, and then fuck no. You guys remember the Don Marie and Tori Wilson storyline real fast? I'm trying not to. Shut up. Yeah, that was a I'm dark side of Smackdown. Yeah, I was gonna say that was that's just one of the examples I want to give out. They've come a Bro, long way. That Didn't segment, like literally the the promo oh. package for that segment, is what got us banned from watching wrestling at summer camp. Because Robert brought that he brought oh. Rubble he brought Rubble O <laughs> four and we were watching it in like no, some it was other Armageddon room. 02. No, it was Rumble. It was Rumble O four. I swear it was. Um. That was when Rumble 04? When they had the promo package for that shit? Whatever the feud was going on. I could have sworn it was Rumble something. Was that in the hotel room? Yeah, because it was showing the whole promo package. That wasn't in 02. That was like 03. No, that wasn't 02. It was 0- Wait, what are y'all talking? Y'all talking about Dom Marie versus Tori Wilson? Wilson? Yeah. When was that? Yeah, that was 03. 03 there you 03. go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. 03. It might have been Armageddon 03. But it was 03. So we were watching the show. Was, okay, yeah, go on. Go on. So we were like watching it's the show. Whatever the- made us play on a roll run Yeah. W- yeah. <laughs> that shit so we were watching it and then the promo package was on like the video package showing the history of the feud one of the counselors just happened to come in while that was on i was just like jesus christ <laughs> and we couldn't watch I wrestling just, no uh, more 
I was just like trying to play it off like, oh, I didn't know that segment was going to come on. My bad. Now, I legit didn't know that segment was on there. I was just like, oh, what no, the fuck? I did. I, of course, I, I knew you. Part I knew you five times. Did. Of course you did. <laughs> I was just like, Jesus. I, I, I got the un unrated version that was only sold at the PX on post. The Jesus one on Christ. West Fort Hood. Remember, guys? You guys remember that one? Over by yeah. the. Vaguely. Yeah, yeah, they had the unseen foot. All it was is just like five extra minutes of them making out. So it wasn't that special. Oh, frack. But yes, a lot of logistical <laughs> shit that goes in to that. Uh, Moose's contract is expiring in Ooh. June, apparently. Uh, AEW. He put on a... Anyway, he put a tweet out saying that he <laughs> wants to win the world title, the Impact World title for his contract expires in June. So that's interesting. I can't see Impact not re-signing him. He is legit one of their biggest stars, both physically and name value. So I can't see them not re-signing him. But by if they don't, you think he's WWE bound? NXT bound, yeah. Yeah, uh, he should be. I, I would definitely sign him. Like, I... I can never remember why he didn't get signed in the first place. From I remember, what I um, from what I remember, I read something back then because this was before he signed with Impact when he was leaving ROH. I had heard he had some kind of that he was about to go to trial or something for some domestic dispute, mm. and that's why that's what I heard. I could be totally wrong, but that's what WWE. That's why WWE didn't pick him up was because of that and i think not long after he went to before he went to impact i think that was right around the time wwe had let adam rose go and yeah you know they weren't dealing with that so mm -hmm. that's what i had heard i could be totally wrong but i believe that's what it was like he he obviously yeah. didn't get convicted of it but i think he was he got accused or maybe was possibly going to trial for it or something and then mm -hmm. wwe was just like yeah not right now i yeah. miss adam rose um I can see him coming to NXT mainly because it's like I said before, um, you got a champion like Cross. You got to be real careful about who you have beat him. And on the current roster, I don't really see anybody beating him in a one-on-one -on -one match. I can see Kyle now, doing it eventually. Nah. If if anybody if anybody could do it, it would be Moose. I like I wouldn't mind seeing Moose and Cross. I'm sure they've crossed paths before. No pun intended. Uh, well, but, they uh, were teamed up for a bit in Impact. Hmm. Yeah, they were teamed up for a bit. Them, it was actually, it was them and Morrison. <laughs> they were all, they were a unit in impact for a bit, to my um, knowledge. So, interesting. See, impact comes out with like the under, like, oh shit, maybe we should go back and watch that. You know what I mean? I mean, Moose, what? he's got connections in WWE. I mean, mm -hmm. he is. Any he's, friends with Ricochet? He's close friends with Ricochet, Apollo, and Lashley. Wow. Him, him, Ricochet, and Apollo used to live together. So, yeah, uh, I don't want him to go to AEW and job to Cody. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know that's what's going to happen. Or they'll put or him in a job to John Moxley or somebody. I could, mm -hmm. you know, if they, if it's, if he gets signed and it's still going on, mm -hmm. I could see him joining MVP's new Hurt business. If there is a new, oh, Hurt you mean with Yeah, I know. Yeah. P-God and uh, Mace. Um, are they still part of the Hurt business? or I don't even know. What, I don't, I don't know what the hell they're doing. they just fighting. they just beating up Drew and Braun. That's all they're doing. 
Mm. I don't know what's going on on the raw side, and I don't think they do either. Like Jesus Christ, um, you look at that. They put they're they're pretty much involved on main storylines on Raw now. Mustafa got shunted the main event, and then freaking Shane Thorne and Mia Yim are nowhere to be found. Apparently they're on oh, Sma- apparently they're on yeah. SmackDown. They're just trying to find something to do with them. I think they said one of them is getting a new name. I'm not sure though. I'm guessing Shane Wait, Thorne boys. because there's no reason to change Mia's name. Mm-hmm. Like they'll, probably call him, they'll probably call him Jack Slap or something. Jack Slap. <laughs> Slapped Jack. I don't know. I just like Slap Jack better. You would. Right. So yeah, that's that's just, the thing with that's the thing with Moose. Like it'd be a very you know, he's a super if he if they don't re-sign him, that's a that's a big free agent. Yeah. And I, I wouldn't know. mind seeing like a Moose and Kenny Omega match or something. I would if it was. I would mind if it's in AEW. No, it's on Impact. I mean, it might be good, <laughs> but <laughs> Andrade apparently want to face Kenny, so yeah, that should be good. Uh, yeah, if they don't have it on AEW TV. <laughs> yeah, they're not. <laughs> Oh, it's gonna be a triple mania here, so it, oh, if it is, then it should be good. Then if it's in triple mania, if I was Andrade, I would just stay a free agent for as long as possible. You know, just rack up that resume and then just increase your worth. Just go out here and kill it, and then make these motherfuckers give you more money. That's how you mm-hmm. do it. You can just be like money, money. Just money. challenge everyone for their main title. Gonna. Yeah. Impact, go to New Japan, Triple Mania, Triple A, um, AEW, I guess. But don't do I, that. I, I don't agree with his first opponent as a free agent being Del Rio, but oh well. Hey, <laughs> gotta, gotta do something. All that match is gonna be shit. Also, uh, contracts expiring, apparently. Uh, Selena De La Renta, her contract is allegedly expired with MLW. Hmm. He might resign considering they're just going to Vice. So she might stick with that. I mean, they're doing a I haven't been watching MLW. I follow them on YouTube, but I haven't been watching them. I'm guessing they bring in Lucha Underground back. Really? Because they got Meal. Uh, they already have Meal Muertes. They brought Dario Cueto back. Hmm. Despite the fact that he died in like season two or three. <laughs> Man was murdered. It what's with season. wrestlers? What's with guys dying in storylines? Like, whatever happened to just beating the guy one, two, three, or making him tap out? You gotta kill him motherfucker off these days. Well, <laughs> Lucha Underground was hell. Like, Lucha Underground was more. Lucha Underground was more like action TV that just happened to have wrestling in it. Yeah, it was like um, like it was more of a TV show. It just had wrestling in the background for the most. I say I, background, but. They that was like really deep with the storylines. Like everybody, obviously, everybody was had their own different characters or whatever. It was kind of weird. Like on Lucha Underground was kind of like a fucking fight club for wrestling. Yeah, I liked it though. It was different. Ricochet was Prince Puma down there. Chavo was down over there. Chavo, I think Chavo was a producer too. Chavo was mm-hmm. there. Uh, Dario Cueto is an actual. The dude who is Dario Cueto, he's an. I forget his name, but he's an actual, like, legit actor. He's done, like, movies and shit before he did Lucha Underground. Uh, yeah. uh, Freaking Wade Barrett showed up. Really? I don't remember that. He was the, at the end of the final season, the, um, 
did you watch was it season three did you watch season three or four whatever the fuck the season was robert mm-hmm. i watched the first two seasons that was it there was like uh, season Monday. there was like season three or four they introduced like this guy who was like dario cueto's boss and he was like this all-powerful like i don't know what it was like he was an all part pretty much like an all-powerful like drug lord or whatever the hell and he right, like, like a oh, bodyguard no he like owned oh. owned the temple and all that kind of stuff like everybody feared him or whatever and that turned out to be <clears throat> wade barrett mm. but then the show got like canceled so they never followed up on that uh was uh what season did Rey mysterio come in two right i think it was two yeah I, it's that's after i after i stopped watching no that was I, after season two i met i watched season two i mean yeah luchunger had all people getting killed that's spirits and all the other kind of weird shit i liked it it was different that's why that was what i was looking for i was looking for a legit alternative lucha it was cool because at one point it would be like raw smackdown nxt new japan would premiere on whatever access it was on access yeah yeah and then after that it would be lucha underground and it would so that would be like my whole wrestling playlist right there throughout the week but yeah if selena with selena de la renta if she doesn't i mean if they go to vice her going i mean mlw going to vice is a big deal but at the same time it's like it's just a little bit better than impact going to axis because i don't think a lot of people get vice either uh if yeah i don't know i get i get vice i don't know about other people you guys get vice you guys watch vice i don't have cable so yeah i don't have, have, I have hulu plus i have the live cable shit but i don't I don't get vice. I mean, they have a YouTube channel, but I mostly just get on the YouTube channel to watch Dark Side of the Ring episodes. Yeah, I, I gotta watch the Pillman episode. It just came out yesterday. Well, they only have part one on YouTube. I think part two is on TV though. Oh, uh, okay. Part one's an hour. Part one's an hour. Shit. Yeah, he uh, Pillman had a hell of a life. Part one ended with the car accident where he broke his leg or what have you. Before he got signed to WWE, that's where. Do they go? Did they go really in detail about his ECW stuff? Not really. Of course not. They mostly talk about how long was he in ECW? About seven months, I think. That ain't that much time. No wonder. Yeah, no wonder. That ain't that much time. But that's when that's when his character really became like crazy. It was crazy before he left WCW. Most of the funny. We got crazy. The fun. The funnier part was Eric Bischoff trying to convince everybody that he wasn't worked. <laughs> he said, no, me and Pillman figured that out. So the plan, he Bischoff said, everybody thinks I got worked. No, the plan was that I was going to let Pillman out of his contract. Then he was going to go to Vince and get a money offer. Then he was going to come back to me so I could give him the big money offer that he wanted. I'm like, you know how backwards that sounds? Why didn't you just give him the big money offer? <laughs> it wasn't your money. You had Turner's money. Exactly. So, so what do you what do you mean? What do you mean you let him go so he could get an offer from Vince just so you could come back and then counter offer Vince to give him the money he wanted? What? You only do shit like that when it's your money you have to use. If you got Ted Turner here saying, here's this amount of money, do whatever you want with it. Just just make me more money. You know? Like what like, the fuck? Eric, just admit it. Brian was playing 4D chess. And you were getting the board out for checkers. Like this, while you were getting the board out for checkers, he played. He beat you in 4D chess. That's just that's you just remember, what happened. 
He reminds me of Jericho and he was trying to convince everybody he didn't get worked by Brock and Randy that year. Oh yeah, talking about he, I'm like, bro, everybody heard the story about you run up on Brock backstage, which I still gave mm-hmm. him props for. Because granted, I ain't gonna run up on Brock Lesnar without some form of weapon, nor probably a gun. <laughs> like I'm not running up on Brock Lesnar. I'll get a bat. Like I'm not not saying. Let, let me preface this: not saying I would ever just run up on somebody with a gun. I'm just saying that if I had a conversation with Brock Lesnar, if I knew I had to confront Brock Lesnar about something, I'm bringing some kind of object. Mm-hmm. Because a brick, he would kill a brick is great is a great standing because he'd kill me with his bare hands. <laughs> I need some kind of I need an equalizer. Uh, like they call him the equalizer. Uh. But yeah, I'm like Jericho. Everybody heard that story about you running up on Brock in the back, and then Brock would talk about some kiss me or punch me or whatever some weird mess, and I'm like, and how everybody had to break it up, and how Vince got mad at you. But then Triple H defended you and said, no, Brock started it. Granted, though, I do be seeing what some people be saying about Brock, because, bruh, that man literally not, that man literally just threw the title at Vince at the WrestleMania. I'm like, what? He's obviously not a people person. Fuck all that. I'm like, bruh, who's going to throw the <laughs> title the at me? Like, hell no. I'm Shane better than me. If somebody did that to my mom, I'm throwing hands. I don't care how big you are. I'm like, give me a chair. I'm breaking his back. <laughs> like, hell nah. Where the hell was Triple H at when all that shit was going on? Triple H couldn't have been in the back. Triple H was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Triple H had to be in the bathroom. In the bathroom or he had to be in the yeah. bathroom and locker room or something. <laughs> like, he, he couldn't. Had to take, the, take his pee real fast. I'm mad everybody saw that too. Went to like four or five wrestlers there. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> None of y'all could have been like, yo, what the fuck was that? Oh, Vince, all you heard was Vince say, asshole. No, nah, hell no. Nah. 20 years ago, Vince would have been scrapping. <laughs> Vince would have been, hey. he, he would have lost, but Vince would have been scrapping like 10, 20 years ago. Hell no. Nah. Shit, if he was trying to like do a single leg takedown on Kurt Angle, hell yeah. <laughs> like Vince would Oh, they're they're gonna do the pl- this season. They're doing the plane ride from hell on Dark Side of the Ring. Oh, yeah, that's gonna be an episode. Apparently, they got two of the uh, two of the I guess flight attendants or whatever that were on that flight. So <laughs> that's gonna be one. That's gonna be a hell of a story. I can't wait to hear that one. Let me look it up. Actually, Bro. I'm gonna I'm look up the in all the the topics. Go. What were you saying? I was cracking up about um somebody had posted a quote of what Vince said on a plane that day. He's like, you tell a pilot, I'll buy the damn plane. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like that's, that's a big ass flex there ever was one. I'm trying to find the, uh, hold on. Wait, 50 Cent moved to Houston? What the fuck? Hey, it's town. Hmm. Get some New York taxes eating him up. <laughs> yeah, New York, Texas. I mean, there's gonna be a big life cha- uh, style change for him. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's gonna like. Here it. we go. <laughs> Season three topics: Brian Pillman, Nick Gage, collision. The only thing I learned about Nick Gage is that John Moxley is way too fucking nice. Well, I don't even know. Nice, stupid might be a better term. Tell me he yeah. had a CCW match with Nick Gage, and then all of a sudden Nick Gage grabbed a pizza cutter and cut his tongue. I'm like, nah, hell no, nah, we shooting at that point. <laughs> like, bruh, you can't just be taking a pizza cutter and cutting my goddamn tongue without telling me. Yeah, Moxley, I don't know. Moxley's weird, man. Maybe he was just like, I'll just go with it. 
that's pretty much what he did (laughs) yeah i mean uh collision in korea which fun fact is the only wcw event that you cannot get on the network yeah i'm mad about that i really want to watch that in its entirety bro it was in fucking north korea why do you think they'd have (laughs) i'm just saying i still want to see it i wonder if they so i hate you why you hate me because i'm speaking facts don't be mad at me be mad at yourself be educated i i hate you (laughs) i know that why would i it doesn't matter that i'm i'm secluding that fact and saying that i still want to see it I mean, that's great, but you talk, oh, I'm mad that they don't have this North Korean footage, like North Korea ally and shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> I hope they talk about Scott Norton almost dying. I hope so. Do you know that story? Yes, I do. What was the story? You tell me. He ate, he ate, fact ate, check too, many, he ate too many Krabby Patties. Yeah, he already fucked it up. And he had <laughs> a heart attack. That is literally not what happened. You already fucking up. <laughs> What happened? I did hear he almost died. I just didn't know what the fuck. He happened. called. Uh, he was calling this. He called his wife while he was there, and um, he was kind of scared to call because you know North Korea got all the phones tapped. So he was. I think they got into an argument or something like that, and he said that North Korea was a shithole. And then right when he said that, the phone cut out, and mm. they said they don't know what happened to that. But he got like he got arrested or something like that, and then somehow they let him go. So we're gonna talk about what the hell happened. That man probably got tortured or some shit. Got the shit kicked out of him by North Korean police. I don't know. Uh, Ultimate Warrior. Ooh, that should be fun. Yes, my one of my favorites. Grizzly Smith. Dynamite Kid. Ooh. Johnny Canine, aka Bruiser Bedlam. Who? I don't know about that one. The Steroid Trials. Ooh. FMW. The Plane Ride Ooh. from Hell, Luna Vachon, XPW, and Chris Canyon. Damn. Oh, that's that's awesome. Good for they Chris Canyon. They ain't fucking around this episode, this season. Nah, hell no. Nah. Uh, and then the last story we got for Around the Ring this week, since we went off on a tangent, Rike would probably know more about this than we do. The first entrant of the ROH Women's Title Tournament has been announced, and it's Roxy. Hey... Hold it down. That's that horrible saying that shit. You really did. <laughs> I didn't say it out. No one said it, but take it from uh, someone who likes mayonnaise. Never mind. In other, in other, in other news. Um, like, yeah, I would yeah. say yeah. We're, yeah, we're gonna steamroll um, past that. Yeah, Roxy. What's funny is like we barely know each other at all, but I tell people this all the time. Like I remember her first match. She actually started when she was 16. Got in there early. Um, it was at Heavy Metal. Yeah, it was a Heavy Metal show it was. Um, former Diamonds Champion at Books. Uh, number one contender to the New Texas Pro Women's. Former Reality Wrestling Diamonds Champion. Um, current number one contender to New Texas Pro Women's Championship. Uh, little plug here. We got a show on May 29th called Boomer Yeah in Houston. It's going to be Roxy versus Rachel Rose for the Jets Pro Women's Championship. So, yeah. Uh, it doesn't surprise me that Roxy is the first entrant into this. What did you call it, Marcel? ROH uh, Women's Title Tournament. There you go. There you go. Yeah. No surprise there whatsoever. Can you guys send me a picture of the ROH Women's Title? I forgot what it looks like. I don't know what it looks like. You don't even don't know what you... it looks like either? Oh, no, wow. I, they're getting a new title, I think. So. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're replacing the Women of Honor title with this title, so they're completely redoing their women's division. Oh, well, I hope it has a cooler title design than AEW's. I don't I don't know who else is going to be in this tournament. I think Angelina Love Angelina Love is in it, I believe. Oh, she's really? old. They're advertising that Quinn McKay is actually going to wrestle. Who? That's their interviewer. Chick. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, she's facing Angelina Love because they. I don't keep up with ROH, but I know they have a feud. Yeah. And I think the stipulation is if Quinn wins, she's in the tournament. And if Angelina wins, she gets a first round bye. Is it a, uh, what kind of tournament is it? Is it first round or out? Is it round robin? What is it? I don't know. I want to say it's single elimination, but. According to Cornette and Brian Last, Ring of Honor is actually following through on a lot of things AEW promised everybody they were going to be. I wouldn't doubt it. It's just that <laughs> nobody's watching, watching it. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, like, that's the problem. I'm like, they can follow through on everything in the world. It's just that nobody's mm-hmm. watching it. And it's a shame because people should. I just wish it was on a cable network ROH. Like, uh, oh, it is just up north somewhere well i meant like glo- yeah. like globally i guess like having it on like uh what's what's the channel everyone gets uh fox a- usa uh, uh abc nah not everybody no. gets abc no abc's NBC. basic abc's basic cable everybody gets abc but nbc or that nbc used to do wrestling though that's what i'm saying so Put it on NBC. <laughs> I mean, but you got to have these major networks come to you with a product. That, yeah. You know, and NBC, ABC, they don't give a shit about wrestling. Mm-hmm. Like, it ain't they, viable. Well, NBC used to, yeah. It's not right. viable enough. Yeah. Well, it needs to be, damn it. Hey, you got to go with huh. the... That's promoter type thing to deal with. Yeah. You got to... You got to brand... You got to figure out what your company is, what it's about. And you also have to like do some adding, subtracting, so that way you can fit on that network. If you're like like blood and guts match, that might work for TNT, but that might not work for you to say that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. First time in a while, guys, I had to watch a viewer discretion is advised before I, uh, the program started. Oh, you should watch our show, Rodeo. We got a death match in the main event. Oh, great! I love yeah. this. Um, my first time ever. My first time ever watching a death match. Needless to say, it's not my fl- favorite flavor of ice cream. Was Rodeo by Juvenile playing? You know what? I tried to get that approved. But I'm, nah, gonna, I'm, just I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say <laughs> zero out of ten. I'm gonna say zero out of ten. <laughs> nah, it's it ain't no booty shaking competition. So nah, it's not a wet t-shirt contest. Nah, it ain't that. No, kind of party. it could be your intermission music. Just intermission, boom, rodeo by juvenile star play. It, it might it might have played. I wasn't I wasn't paying attention to what was being played. Or just play like something off of Travis Scott's rodeo album. Like I, I had a song from Travis Scott as a theme on TikTok, but um as as it got closer, I was like, these Houston shows, I want to keep them kind of Houston bass. Well, it's for a booming gay song, that's a game song. But, Didn't Little Nas X have a Rodeo song too? Yes, it's a good song. Yeah, the remix yeah, is better because it has Nas yeah. on it. But yeah, uh, I haven't heard the remix yet. I should probably check it out after the podcast. I mean, the original has Cardi, and that's fine. But the remix has Nas in it, so 
Nas and Nas X. Big Nas and Lil Nas. Hey. Oh, yeah. I know what song, song y'all talking about now. I only heard it a couple times. I like, I, I like the I like the beat. My bone. Oh. Oh, the rodeo? Yeah, it's, it's solid enough. So I don't have to get you by on a car ride? Sure. <laughs> like, sure. Is that how you want to quantify? Sure. Uh, car ride to Walmart. So biggest news this week, Daniel Bryan is apparently done with WWE. Good for him. Good for him. His last no. match was the title match against Roman last Friday, which I heard was very good. Yeah, I watched highlights of it. It was pretty good. And his contract apparently expired the week before, but they he extended it out just for that week to do that match. Mm. And apparently they're trying to re-sign him to a deal. Mm. If he does, he should just go to NXT or Raw. No, NXT. Yeah, definitely not Raw. Well, Sitting, first, and then everybody's all everybody's speculating because De- Brian had been talking about forever. Oh, I want to yeah. wrestle here. I want to go other places and wrestle, which makes me think his mm-hmm. whole whole thing is kind of a work. I could be wrong. Yeah, it could be a work. Like he's been talking about, like, oh, I'm trying to get it where they'll let me wrestle other places, which means Daniel still, which means Brian still wants WWE money. He just wanted her to be wrestle wherever he want. Yeah, um, I think the safest bet for him, since he's had so many concussions, I would say stay within the WWE umbrella, but go to NXT. Like you started in NXT, you should finish in NXT. Like I can see him having his last match at a takeover. He's had the big moments at WrestleMania already. Yeah. You know, um. He retained the tag titles there, won a world title there, won Intercontinental title there, two-time WrestleMania main eventer at that. Like, you know, you've done what you could on the main roster, so just go ahead and wrap everything up in NXT. You got a gang of dudes who grew up watching you back in the day. They, they're eager to wrestle you. Johnny Gargano mainly. Um, and plus, I remember when he was retired, he would say things like, oh, I love to wrestle Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn's down there, too, so. That's definitely a match they can do. I mean, yeah. there's, a, there's, a, there's a litany of them they can go through, but I, I think that's his smartest move right there. And if you want to go, some, it's like, oh, I want to go somewhere else to wrestle other people. UK is right there. Yeah. Go wrestle somebody in the UK. Go wrestle Mason Frazier. Go wrestle Tyler. Daniel Bryan versus Tyler Bate. Mm-hmm. Woo! Daniel Bryan versus yeah. Trent Seven. I think it's just he wants to throw he might want to throw us a, a curveball because everyone's like, well, that's expected. You know what I mean? Daniel so Bryan. Let's just go to like uh, New Japan or ROH. That's the thing with Daniel Bryan, I feel with this. I, I don't know. It's like it's y'all can correct me if I'm wrong or debate me on it or whatever. It's something that kind of it, it's been creeping up for a couple of years. It's something that kind of irks me about Bryan a little bit. He's trying to turn back time. Mm-hmm. And you can't do that. Nope. You gotta keep going. Cause I just think about his interviews where he's like, Oh yeah, I went to which is totally his which is completely hundred percent his true, you know. You gotta do what you gotta do. Where he was like, Oh yeah, when I was on the independence, we were making that much money, and pretty much the only reason I signed to WWE is because, you know, I was put like we said earlier, 
like like what Rika and I were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Even someone like Daniel Bryan, who loves, who apparently loves wrestling more than anybody's ever loved wrestling ever, did it for the money. Because yep. he said, I was fine doing the stuff on the indies, but I needed more money. And I was signed to WWE because of the money. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he's trying to turn back time. And what I mean by that is he's talking about, oh, yeah, how the independents have grown and all this other kind of stuff. And you can make a bunch of money now on the independents that you couldn't before. He wants to do that. But the problem is he's got way more miles on his body. You know, he's he's like this version is Ric Flair. Think about it. Like when we were all watching wrestling back in the day, Rick was still on Raw every week, taking back, Mm -hmm. taking all those big bumps. He was in a fucking ladder match with Edge. Yeah, like what the Mm -hmm. fuck? Like Jesus Christ. He was still having killer matches. Yeah, having that damn steel cage match with Triple H at fucking Taboo Tuesday. Yeah, this cage match with Orton. I'm like. Oh yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. Yeah, that cage match with Orton. The Triple H oh, was. Oh, had one with Triple H too. Yeah. That was a Survivor Series, wasn't it? No, they had an I Quit match at Survivor Series. That's what I'm talking about. But yeah. Yeah. So so with Brian, I'm just like, I get what he's think what he's trying to do, but it's like, man, just just be thankful that you laid that foundation for the independence because it was guys yeah. like you, Joe. Uh, Seth, Cesaro, Sammy, Owens, um, AJ um, to a very less extent. AJ, because he was yeah, kind of already scooped up by Impact when the Independence Sammy, was coming up. El Generico, Kevin Steen. I'll throw, I'll throw Punk in there too. Yeah, they have to because I, 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 it's just the time. It's just the timing of it. You know what I mean? That's all for Punk. Perfect time, perfect place. Seth too. So, yeah, oh, Seth, yeah, Seth yeah, too. Seth already. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, yeah, what's funny? I know I'm, I'm veer off a little bit, but it's kind of funny that all those guys were free agents at one point, and Dixie Carter signed none of them. But anyway, um, <laughs> but I'm pretty um, sure you. I'm pretty sure if you look at like fucking TNA Explosion or whatever, they probably all had matches. Yeah, you could find pink hair um, John Moxley having a match on fucking TNA Explosion. Like Jesus Christ. Yeah, it, it seems like it seems like Brian is turning into that guy. You know, he's older now and he don't want to let it go just yet. But it's like, look, man, um, I'm sure him coming back to the Indies would be great, but he doesn't need to. You no. got to no, once you become a, once you become a star, you have to own your star power like Roman Reigns. is. You know, what I'm saying like a lot of stuff he says on the show, he probably feels that way in real life. You know, I am the star. So he carries himself like that. Brian has to be the same way now. You made it. You were over there. You don't have to go back there. You can go down there and watch matches and critique, but you don't have to put yourself through that shit. Yeah, I got it. Help out. Yeah. I got yeah. it. Daniel Bryan, even though this isn't true, right? But Daniel Bryan is the guy that peaked in high school. Mm-hmm. He wants yeah. to relive the glory days on the indies. But the reason he is and isn't the guy that peaked in high school is because he actually went on and did bigger and better things outside yeah. of high school, but he still but holds mentality. high but he still it's holds high mentality. school. Yeah. He still holds high school in such high regard, despite the fact mm-hmm. that he did bigger and better shit when he graduated. Exactly. 
He was a main storyline of the whole WrestleMania. Bro. Yeah, because the whole WrestleMania around him. Yeah, because um, because high school was more fun to him. That's why he holds in such high regard. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's not like you know me, for example. Like high school was, I hated high school. I'm gonna put it out there. Aside from wrestling school, aside from <laughs> wrestling, I hated high school. High school was trash. Ninety percent of the people I went to school with were fake. But anyway. Not me um, <laughs> Um, it was a time in my life it's over with now I'm on to this Brian's somebody who spends a lot of time reflecting you know like you see him at the high school the high school school mat still and he's graduated five years ago yeah if I pull up to if I pull up to Shoemaker it's because I'm trying to rent that gym to run a fucking show (laughs) <laughs> no, <laughs> he, uh, it's just like he, he's gonna be keep fucking around it's gonna be dangerously close because he's gonna become the hello fellow kids meme yeah because isn't he about to be 40 like within two or three weeks or something like that yeah something like that so it's like man you know and shit even me some, sometimes when I sit back and watch these shows I'm like I, I'd have to like get in some good ass shape and drink at least two Red Bulls and keep up with some of these guys right you know and sometimes when I watch him, I'm like, they're doing a smart thing with him by having him wrestle more experienced guys. Because I'm like, man, I don't, I don't know if he can keep up with a Will Ospreay. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if he can keep up with a Kenny Omega like he could back in the day. Yeah, you know? yeah like some people made dream matches. Like I'm like, yeah, I don't know if he can keep up with an Osprey. I don't know if he can keep, like, I don't know if he can keep up with Okada. Okada might knock his fucking mm-hmm. head off. Yeah, Okada <laughs> like, will beat his ass. I think like, right now. If- like Triple H even said it himself. He's like, you know, sometimes I'm watching. People ask me all the time about being on takeovers. It's like I watch these guys perform and I can't keep up with it. Triple H said that himself. Yeah, especially like, with his legs. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah I mean, the only one that he can and is AJ, but that's because AJ is smart. He can slow it down when he wants to. He can work many styles. Well, you Triple H, there's there's only a small number of guys Triple H could probably believably have a match with in NXT. It'd be Champa. Thatcher, yeah, him and Walter could probably run one, Cross. and maybe Cross, Cross, and Finn, and that pretty much be it. Yeah, that's it. Everybody else moved too fast or just not at his level where they, he can give him to do something. I see Johnny Gargano wrestle sometimes. I, I'm not as big of a fan of his work as I used to be, but sometimes when I watch him wrestle, I'm like, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, like th- that's one. I'm he like, nah. It. He extends it too much. He's a Johnny. Like Johnny too fast too for Triple Johnny H. H. Yeah, Johnny too yeah, fast I mean, for Triple H. I watch him and then like him and Andrade's matches. Oh fuck, man. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. I, I'm not gonna watch that match tonight. Okay, thanks for reminding keep, me. I couldn't keep up with either one of those guys on my best day. <laughs> I I want to say Kyle, but Kyle hit too damn hard. <laughs> like Kyle hit too damn hard. He'd break Triple, Triple H. H get, yeah, Triple H would get fucking pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Triple H would be bruised the fuck he's up. up. He's mm-hmm. up, kid. He's up. He yeah, he'd be pulling that uh yeah, he'd be pulling that bruiser Brody. Mm-hmm. He's up, kid. <laughs> Bro, beat your ass around this ring. <laughs> For real. Bruiser. Oh God. That's that's what we need, man. We need another bruiser Brody. I mean, there is one in NXT UK. Well, yeah. That seems like what they're right now. No, I'm talking about Saxon Huxley. It seems like that's like oh. what they're trying to do with his. I mean, he looks like fucking Bruiser Brody. He's not as muscular, mm-hmm. but he kind of looked like him. I kind of the one guy I can compare 
to uh, Bruiser the most is probably Walter because he was intimidating to be in the ring. With well, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like, like you're like, it's it's a legit thing. It, it becomes a shoot real fast as soon as mm-hmm. someone like Walter or Bruiser Brody steps into a ring. Yeah, you know I, mean? I, I like Walter. Like, if you had to ask me about Walter, I'm number in high two school, guy like, right now. <laughs> you had, if you had to ask me about Walter in high school, I'm like, and I hadn't seen him work before, I'd be like, mm, it's probably just a, you know, typical big guy does a shit ton of power moves, but nah, like he's legit. <laughs> Mark Henry talking about I want to wrestle Walter. I was like, No, you don't. Oh, no, Mark. No, like there's a lot of there's a lot of decisions you can make. Go against uh, someone like uh, who's who's a big guy right now, Braun Strowman. You know, the Fiend. Go go out like that. Don't 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 go against Walter. Um, That's the big no no. But shit, the NXT brand overall will work perfectly for Brian, regardless yeah. of. Which side of the pond he wants to land on? I, I do, I do want him to go overseas, or if Walter comes over here, whichever the case may be. I think Walter is in the process of moving over here. You think so? Okay. I, I heard like somebody asked Triple H during a conference call said he didn't want to move or something like that. He said that before, like before he signed. He said he had. He said it on Austin's podcast, like this, was like a couple years ago. He said, I think this is before he got signed to WWE though. He had no, he likes America, but he had no intention of moving to America, which as a foreigner, I can totally see. Yeah, I don't yeah especially right now. <laughs> like, because sure. uh, from the outside looking in, America, cool to visit. Like, if you, I mean, not like if you, like if you struggling in your home country or whatever, yeah, come to America and try to start a new life. But I'm like, if you find in your old country and you mm-hmm. come to America, it, it could be like, yeah, America, cool to visit. I ain't trying to stay here. Yeah, Sounds like New Mexico. Yeah, they can't, the Canadians, they don't, <laughs> they still got their border closed and there's like a campaign trying to get them to open their borders up. And Canada's like, oh, we don't want y'all motherfuckers, y'all not mask wearing, not, no offense, Robert, but no, but not vaccine getting motherfuckers coming over here. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he said, uh, um, I don't, well, he might be in the process of moving or he's still thinking about it because he said in an interview on, he said on After the Bell, he said moving to the United States is a big step and I think mostly other wrestlers are willing to do it because it was their goal from day one or early in their career. That's where they want to go. And for me, yeah. for the most of my time in my life, I it was never a realistic thing that I could ever wrestle for WWE or something like that. So he could possibly, I don't know. He might want to one day because Pete Dunn moved over here like last year. Um, Tony Storm had moved here because that was that was the reason it took Saray so long to get here because they signed her like shit two years ago almost. No, they signed her like beginning of 2020, but then COVID hit, so she couldn't move from Japan for like a year or whenever. So that was like one of those extenuating circumstances where WWE was like, okay, well you're still signed, we're gonna bring you in, obviously, but. You know, you got to make a living, so you can still do shows over there. Hmm. Which I think was cool. I don't know, just which I think was cool then to do. I just think right now Walter should should stay, and I think once the crowd comes back and stuff, that's when I think you should make the move to the United States. That's well, just what I think. If he wants to, they're back in. He's going back and forth because he'll show up on NXT, but obviously he still has the UK belt, so he's still. Has he been on NXT since the takeover? He what you mean 
I mean, he was on there via like via like phone tablet or whatever talking to Imperium on this week's episode. But other than that, oh okay, he'll so, which means he's probably coming back soon. Well, who's Imperium feuding with again? For, uh, the uh, the um, I don't know. Breeze. No, I think they're feuding with Dane and. There's a there's a weird Drake Maverick. There's a storyline going on with them where uh, it seems like Alexander Wolf wants Killian Dane to join Imperium because they're friend because I mean they were both insanity so right yeah so, so they got that link and I think they were friends before that so it's this weird thing going on like last week I think they Imperium had a match against those two and Day and Alexander Wolf was about to hit Dane with a chair but he stopped. And then just left. So that's that's some story I like thing see, going. I would like to see Killian Dane and um Walter go at it. Walter would beat his ass. You think so? Yes. I don't think Dane would have a shot. Walter would fuck Dane up. Like yeah, no, I mean of course Walter wins, but I just Dane is like not Dane is not the monster that they first had him be when he got there. Mm-hmm. He's lost a lot of his momentum. Mm-hmm. Realistically, Dane should be where Bronson Reed is right now. Yep. But I don't know. I guess they just didn't know what to do with him. Obviously, the whole stink of the main roster is still on him with that bullshit they had Sanity do. I knew Sanity was dead dead when they all got beat by the Miz. Yeah. That wasn't good. And it wasn't even a match. They just all got beat up by The Miz during his feud with Shane. And I was like, nope, they're dead. <laughs> they're dead. <laughs> you can't do shit else with them. They got beat up by The Miz. I get you want Miz like a strong baby face going into his match with Shane. But you had him beat all three members, beat up all three members of Sanity. I say Bye. three because Nikki Cross wasn't around. I don't time. buy it. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I was sorry. like, fuck no. Maybe if you had him beat Eric Young in a match, sure. Or Wolf or Dane in a one on one match, sure. Like one week after another, maybe. Yeah, sure. You want to do that? I guess you could do that. But all three of them at the same time, fuck that. <laughs> like, <laughs> hell no. That just made them look terrible. This and that's missed. I've seen <laughs> I know. It's like, that's not really even a knock on the Miz. It's just horrible. I'm pretty sure the Miz thought it was horrible too. Who knows? <laughs> he might have thought it was dumb. He might have been like, "Okay, if this is what y'all want me to do." It, it just made Sandy look hella weak. Yeah. Now they scared of the four wins. I mean, well, Dane and Wolf are doing mildly better things. Eric Young went back to Impact, and Nikki Cross is MIA. I'm like, just send her to, just send her to UK. Just let Nikki Cross go to UK. I can't let her do. They're not going to do that. It would help. I think it help her help revitalize her a bit. Like I wonder I'm, why they tell. I wonder why they tell some of the girls no, or some of the people no when they ask to go back to NXT. I think sometimes I know Triple H said that it's because Vince doesn't want them to go because he has something for them. Ugh. That's one reason why Triple H just don't be letting. It's like that, and it's it's a combination of that, and I think he also said because sometimes they be having too many people in NXT, so he can't let everybody come back. But yeah. I think mostly the thing is like he they don't let him take certain people back because Vince will be like, no, Vince wants to use them for whatever. Yeah, I, I can see like you know Kevin Owens asking, what was it two years ago? He said he pitched going back down there. 
And then, you know, them saying no to Kevin Owens because he's, I mean, granted, his push has been up and down since he's been on the main now, roster, but he's still been a focal point of the show. Now you, you know notice, yeah. now you notice when Kevin started getting that push against Roman Reigns, he stopped saying he wanted to go to NXT. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Because yeah. oh, almost up until maybe like a week or two before his program with Roman started, he was like, yeah, I'd like to go back to NXT. I always trying to get help, blah, blah, blah. Then like right before his program with Roman started, this man was like, nah, I don't really want to go back down to NXT anymore. Uh, I just want to do the best I can up here. I'm like, they gave you some shit, didn't they? <laughs> then he started that program with Roman. I was like, that's why he didn't want to go to NXT no more. <laughs> well, we're going to put you in this thing with Roman. Oh, never mind then. Uh, fucking NXT. Uh, I never said that. Remember the pop he got when he showed up at War Games? That yeah. was awesome. Yeah, that was dope too. He came out in his old gear, in his old NXT gear, and used his old NXT Tron. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, what did y'all think of NXT this week? I thought it was the best episode I've seen in quite some time. I thought it was I solid. Thought- uh, there were, yeah, I thought it was solid. I, I guess I was I was half paying attention to a lot of stuff. Like the main event, I didn't really pay attention to that much. I heard those the girls killed it. Yeah, they did. It, it was fine. I just, I kind of liked. I think my favorite match might have been Swerve and Leon. Yeah, that, the uh, girl with the braids. She gives me Friday vibes. Of that girl who was yelling at Craig on the phone. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I already forgot her name. The one Saray yeah. beat. Yeah, uh, I forgot her. Name. Z- Z- Zamira something. I- I'll I'll learn her name eventually. <laughs> like yeah. Z- Zamira Zamia something like that. She's all right. Uh, I knew well, Saray yeah. was gonna win, but you know. Oh but, no 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 no! I'm talking about the chicken swerves. Oh, Brand uh, Brandy uh, yeah. something Brandy. Yeah, I know who Zeta is. She's a trainer books. There you go. Uh, something Brandy who kind of looked like Br- from afar. She looked like Bianca. Yeah, so this Swerve's How did Swerve's group came to me? I didn't see that match. I don't know. Oh, they pretty yeah, much they just jumped pretty much. Over. Yeah, Leon was about to do some. I guess Leon was about to do his finisher off a ladder or something. And then AJ Francis, who was like this big old linebacker, fucking diesel ass football dude they signed, who was apparently also like the main dude on that Hidden Treasures or that Lost Treasures WWE show on A and E. Really? He came out of nowhere, caught Leon, slammed him on the barricade, then Swerve came in and did his finisher and pinned him. Mm. Uh, well, that's good for Swerve. So his stable is uh, something Brandy. I keep saying something because her last name is Brandy. I keep forgetting her first name. This AJ Francis dude, Ashanti the Adonis, and Swerve. Isaiah Swerve Scott. LA Knight, know, LA Knight got another win. I like that. Yeah, I was happy about that. I can't remember who he wrestled, but he beat uh, he beat the guy you don't like, Jake Atlas. Oh, oh yeah. My that one gripe about that match was that <laughs> LA Knight kicked him in the stomach. Right at the end of the match, he kicked him in the stomach and did his finisher. But Jake didn't really sell the kick to the stomach. I guess because he knew immediately that the neck, that the whatever the not neck breaker, whatever he does, it was coming. But I'm like, you could have sold that kick a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, LA Knight got a win. I like that. Um, 
Saray did that match Saray was in was good. She did well. I like her. I kind of like her music, like how it starts. Mm-hmm. And then it has like the graphic of like the sun rising or whatever. And then the beat hits. And I'm like, okay, I like that. That's cool. You notice, I guess that's something all the girls in Sendai do because she has like the same pre match thing that Mako does. Like when Mako will, like, I, I guess prey on the ropes or whatever before she gets in the ring. Mm-hmm. Saray, Saray does that too. So, uh, what, what else happened? Uh, Legato, Legato cut a promo and Kushida challenged, uh, challenged Escobar to a title mat rematch. So they're going to have a two out of three falls match for the title next oh, week. Oh, that's okay. Uh, the Johnny and Austin Theory stuff of Regal was eh. Stuff with Scarlet was the stuff with Scarlet was kind of funny. So not every time they come on screen. <laughs> so, um, that uh cross cutter promo then kyle o'reilly came, came out. out no kyle o'reilly came out uh, first no. then pete dunn okay. then finn returned and then there was this <laughs> finn was just like <laughs> finn didn't even finish his sentence and he cracked crossing the mouth so everybody started brawling i think it's gonna be his first high level fence it's gonna be a fatal four-way Duh, i hope not I'm just saying that's just as a first glance. Maybe just get, break it down. Just give Finn his one-on-one rematch so he can get stomped. On the WWE side of things, they got one too many multi-man matches, and well, if the men have one, the women need to have one. Like, dude, that was on live TV, bro. I was mad when I heard that. I was like, I hope she brings that same energy to SmackDown. Think? She need to bring that same energy to SmackDown. That the big D energy apparently. Bailey, I'm putting Sasha in your match against with Bianca Belair. I'm like, oh my god. Mm-mm. That doesn't need to happen. But uh yeah, then there was a whole fracar, everybody was brawling, then Johnny and Theory jumped cross because Austin Theory has a match against Cross next week. That motherfucker has chosen death, apparently. Pretty much. Um, it's not gonna be good for him. It's not gonna be good. Casey Catanzaro and what's her name now? Because it's not Lacey Lane. Caden Carter. There we go. Because they, because I guess you can't have two Lacys on, on the roster. You can have like four Erics. <laughs> uh, they had an interview which got interrupted by Frankie Monet. Mm-hmm. Then I'm just bouncing around the whole show, really. Uh. GYV and Chop Yeah, they had a match. That's good. GYV deserve more respect. If I could just nitpick one thing about GYV, James Drake don't need to talk. <laughs> just let Zach Gibson do all the talking. Because he's great at it. Their post-match interview was funny. Well, not fu- It was serious, but funny. It was funny to me at the same time. Like, <laughs> he's a... Are you... <laughs> Well, well, the inter- I don't know who the new interviewer chick they got. Some black girl. She, I guess she knew. Uh, she was like, so Grizzle Young better GYB. What happened? It's like, what happened out there? He's like, what happened out there? He's like, are you having a laugh? Like, what? <laughs> he said he grabbed the shoe that they that Thatcher hit him with. Zach Gibson did. He said with this knockoff Baker's sh- with Wade Barrett's knockoff Bakersfield shoe that he got <laughs> from Preston Market. <laughs> do that shit on the ground. It was like, uh, like GYB is great. I knew they were, they were great in uh, UK. They are a very, uh, very cohesive tag team. At one time, they were the NXT UK and Progress Tag Team Champions at the same time. So, 
Uh, that's pretty good, yeah. I like them. Is that a, is that everything that happened? I think you already mentioned the main event. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, they jumped off a lot, a lot of things. That's what I saw. A couple tables got broken. Yeah, Shotzi jumped off the scaffolding onto Indy on the announced table and broke. It was fun. Those, those girls really beat the fuck out of each other. It was a nice match. Candace finally got a title. <laughs> I know it took her forever, but every, it's funny because everyone's just like, "Oh yeah, great, Indy, uh, Indy Harwell instead of Candace." You know what I mean? Oh, and Reyna, not Reyna, Raquel and Mercedes had their sit-down interview. So it's gonna be Raquel versus Mercedes. Yeah, next week. Next week. For the title or no? Yes. Yes, title, title match. Okay. Which means Mercedes is losing, which is fine. Um, rumor is that WWE is going to have fans for SummerSlam. Well, why don't they have fans on a normal Raw or SmackDown and shit? Because it's easier to monitor Thunderdome. You can pretty much pipe in the crowd chants and have them say whatever you want without people trying to be crazy. Sounds but, like a lame excuse out to get with the times, but... Hey, that's what they do. Uh, but... What was it? What was I saying? Fans, at, fans at SummerSlam, and yeah. apparently a rumor. I don't know. This one is less so. Apparently, there's going to be fans at the next Takeover. I hope so. And rumor is, the next Takeover is Bash at the Beach. Woo! Yeah. That's a rumor. I don't know if that's true. I hope it's true. Somebody said. I saw somebody say if they call NX, if they call Takeover Bash at the Beach, that is only to fuck with Cody and AEW. Because <laughs> that's one of the shows Cody don't own, right? Bash at the Beach. I thought he called one mm-hmm. of the special episodes Bash at the Beach. Yeah, wasn't Robert right, Newman? I think he. I, uh, uh, excuse me. No, I think he got in trouble for that. So that's why. For calling it Bash at the Beach? Yeah, because he didn't oh, have the rights for it. I remember what it was now. I think they would give him the Rhodes name back if he gave yeah. back the naming rights to pay per view. I think that's what I think that was the deal. Was it all of them or just oh. some of them? I think all of them. All the Dusty creations. Damn. Well, some of them WWE still had like um Clash. Like Clash and Halloween Havoc Star- and Starcade. Starcade. Um but the thing with that is like Cody say he still talked to WWE. He probably most, does. Mostly because, yeah, yeah, mostly because they do the stuff with Dusty's estate. And then you hear certain things Cody will say, even though you know you got the whole, you know, sometimes he'll take shots. But for the most part, Cody's like, oh yeah, like I can never legit talk shit about WWE because they look like actually help my family out during like very hard times. So mm-hmm. apparently he beat QT then- Marshall. Big surprise. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't worry. I saw I saw a little bit of the match. I was gonna say I watched a little bit of AEW, but I skipped it to watch the main event. Also, I watched the main event. You guys watched Jinder Mahal versus Jeff Hardy. Robert, you know we didn't watch that bullshit. Come on, two but anyway, since champions in the main event of main event. Hey, that's great. Anyway, you said you watched All Blood and Guts. The is, yeah. Did you watch Blood and Guts? Let no. me guess. No, I was go. Not. I was going to, but I got off work too late. So, mm. guess who's mm. the asshole? I'm pretty sure it's Robert mm. Warren Bozic. Nope. 
it's you, my friend, because you still could have gave it a chance afterward. You just Mother- chose not to because you knew you were going to fall asleep. On Motherfucker, me. I got home <laughs> at six o'clock. What time did we start recording? 8.30. What time did I go tell y'all I was getting food? It was 7.30. What were you so doing I didn't yesterday? Have... What were you doing yesterday? Minding my black ass business. Should have watched <laughs> Blood and You should have watched some Blood and Guts. I'm watching shit. <laughs> like, you better be but, like I was going to watch that bullshit at all. Just talk about the match. Okay, the match was great. Although the finish, a lot of people are arguing that the finish took away from the match. I personally didn't think so. Only because it was non-stop action through and through. It's a pretty good match. Was pretty it better than any of the war games? It was better than... The, what was the one that happened recently? Did that have Kevin Owens in it? No, that was the one before the one that happened recently. Okay, no. So it was definitely the ones that happened. It was better than the ones that they had recently, but it wasn't better than the ones that Kevin Owens appeared on. All right. So I'm going to put it like that. It, I'm not going to say I liked it. It was pretty good. Jericho do anything stupid? No. The only thing Jericho did was legit uh, jump off the cage. He honestly didn't really do much. It was stupid. My one takeaway from the match it was before they did the stare, the the, st- the standoff with the two groups. They had Ortiz or one of the uh, one of them getting beat up by the whole entire members of the Pinnacle, and Jericho came in like he. It was time for him to come into the match, and he didn't do nothing and save him. He just like walked over there and just scattered all his guys, like the rest of his, the inner circle, while they watched Ortiz get beat up. And then the Pinnacle threw the Ortiz over the ropes, and then they brushed them all off. And then they had a standoff. Like he didn't even steal the beat down. He was getting beat down by five other guys. They said, "Fuck Ortiz." Baby face would run in there and save his team member, but no, he just casually walked in there. You know how Jericho has this stupid. Canadian swag. <laughs> Jericho Ortiz pissed Jericho off in the back. He took the last fucking donut at catering. So he said, you get beat up in the middle that of this like, match. You just go get jumped. And then, okay, so the, the, the match ends by MJF has Jericho on top of the steel cage. By the way, this all happened in pitcher and pitcher. Uh, oh, totally God. Blanchard beat up the, the ref to make the door open so MJF could try to escape. And so Jericho chases him up there, and then somehow MJF uses the diamond ring and beats up Jericho, and then he threatens to throw him off the cage. He's like, surrender right now, or I'm going to throw him off the cage. And then, of course, the inner circle surrender, but then MJF throws him off the stage anyway, because, you know, MJF is a fucking prick. He's a great so, heel. He's a great heel. Too bad AEW won't let him be great. They're trying to control Pinnacle shit. My only question is, why did this happen on TV and not a pay-per-view? They couldn't find uh, I'm about to say, I'm about to say, who are you asking? Because they got a pay-per-view in about a month. So they yeah, could have waited. Why I don't they could have waited for the bloody guts to happen on Double or Nothing, but I have no idea what they're doing. Like, y'all couldn't find a way to hook people in week to week to week to build up to that match on a pay-per-view? Fuck, y'all just, fuck no. Fuck. Y'all just said, fuck it and threw it on like that that doesn't make sense and that's the weird thing too because it did have a lot of build up because mjf tried to do the inner circle like what in march or february or something so it's been a long storyline that's why i was hoping like well just have the blood and gut pay-per-view on double or nothing and then just have a have a huge or, six or just, whatever or, or just do a fucking event 
called Blood and Guts, so that way you could do the fucking Blood and Guts match on the show, Blood and Fucking Guts. <laughs> well, the show, well, the special show this week was called Blood and Guts, so. My whole, my whole point is, why not just put it on fucking pay-per-view instead of putting it on TV? Or am I just making too Ooh. much sense? No, no, because when right. you promise, because when Tony Khan promises something, he delivers. So, it's just <laughs> you know, I just want to point out that people do actually like AEW. So I uh, have a coworker or two that watch AEW, and they're legitimately saying, "Hey, AEW has good storylines right now. It's really good." And Which I'm just ones? like. <laughs> And I was just like, oh, because it's right after I recommended my our podcast, and I'm like, oh, you probably don't want to watch our podcast. Then no, hold on, no. super critical. Of we need AEW. more listening. We need more listeners. So yes, put them on, even if they don't like it. I know. I'm just saying, though, in my head, that's what I said in my head. I was just like, oh, he loves AEW. He's gonna be really bad at <laughs> haters. Just, hey, I've uh, just learned a bar recently. Haters and admirers paid the same price of admission. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's uh, true. That's true. But he's not a WWE hater. He just—he's just one of those people that legitly think that AEW is doing better than WWE right now. People legitly think that it's not just a uh, troll shit on Twitter, apparently. But there's literally, but literally every metric denies that fact. They aren't doing better ratings-wise, at least across the two big shows. They're not doing. They're definitely not doing better money-wise. As shitty as WWE's main roster product can be, mostly raw, they are still making an ass-numbingly amount of money. I, I'm just thinking, like, y'all give away a lot of y'all's big moments on TV. What that eventually leads to is like a quick burnout. That's another right, exactly because what do you do for double or nothing now? Like, what do you do with MJF for double or nothing? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, AEW routinely kills feuds in the middle and then tries to keep them going even though nobody cares anymore. Like this pinnacle inner circle stuff. This shit died. This shit died when inner circle got, when pinnacle got the shit kicked out of him when inner circle came back. That's when this feud died, but they still keep going. Yeah, when you told me that, I was like, okay, so they beat them all down. Not only did they get beat down, but they flushed dude's face in a fucking toilet. I was like, it's over. It. Yeah, it's, it's done. Like, what, what do you do after that? You just, it, you could have, you could have done it the old school way. They could have came out, big fight, you know, starts out. WWE does it all the time. The heels, they, they scurry. You know, you could have done it that way, but instead. But they don't want to be WWE, RK. They, they, that's when they want to all of a sudden not want to be WWE is when certain things happen. That's what I noticed with AEW. It's like, so, oh, we love, we love to talk, we love to talk we, WWE and base our product off of it. But when it's time not to be WWE, we won't be WWE. We dislike WWE so much, we won't even do the shit that they do that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's how much we don't like them. I'm yeah, just saying, like, that's how much we don't like them. Even when they make uh, sense, we don't want to do that shit. Quick shout out, though, guys. If you do watch the match, Sammy Guevara did a lot, and he did really good in that match. That is one good thing about that match is they elevated Sammy Guevara. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, it's like, even on the independence, it's like, some of these shows I watch, I'm like, Damn, even the Indies know to not beat somebody down all the way. They at least leave something up for the next show. AEW is like, well, shit, you see your beginning, middle, and end. So it's like, sometimes, well, and that's I, sometimes in that same week. 
sometimes yeah, that like, same show. It's like, why should I watch? Even if I were watching, I'd think to myself, like, damn, what? There's no point in watching next week. Like, if I was an avid watcher of AEW, like Robert is, I wouldn't have watched that well, Blood and Guts match. The feud ended already backstage. Like Robert, well, good what thing the- I. I- I, I don't watch a. I used to watch AEW Congest, uh when the first seven or eight and a half months of the show came out. But then, yeah, you know, I haven't lately. But like, I do try to catch it. But like Robert, what huh. the fuck was that Cody Pentagon feud? It was. It was just a TV feud. It was just a random feud for no reason. It. I'm not defending it. I, I'm just asking you what it was because what had happened was Cody was out there. I guess cutting a promo for. Who knows what Cody was shilling that week? Cody had Cody had to get. Remember, Cody was hurt for some odd reason. He then Pentagon. Then Pentagon came out with his trans. Then Penta came out with his translator or whatever. None of none of the others at Dead Triangle were there. There was no Pack and there was no Phoenix. So Penta came out and told Cody that he was gonna beat him so bad that he wouldn't be able to hold his newborn baby his baby ain't born yet though but you know he's like you won't be able to hold your baby girl and this pissed cody off and they had a brawl that they had to get separated then like the next week then cody beat him in a match like that next week and boom that was it no well that's what i'm saying he got hurt he was still wrestling hurt and then the few was all well well, he's he's off tv now because he's hurt he disappeared and then he just started feuding with QT Marshall. That was when he came back. He got jumped by QT and then he was off TV for a minute. No, he was off TV for. Wasn't he off TV a little bit after that too? No, because the, after the Penta match, he might have been gone for maybe a week or two, and then I think he I forgot who was Shaq, right? No, this was after the Shaq stuff. Uh, oh, okay. Then he had a he had a match with somebody that he obviously beat. Then QT and the his group jumped him and the other members nightmare family and boom but apparently yeah, see, i mean they, they're doing he's floating around bro they're doing nothing with him he's an evp he should be able to be like no i want to do this cody don't want to do nothing that's what that is cody don't want to do shit because probably because cody be seeing some of the other shit everybody else doing he's like no nah, i don't want to be involved with that well i mean let's look at the stuff that the elite's doing like the Omega and Young Bucks and uh, the Good Brothers, like that—that that stuff with Moxley, shit. It mm. all went to shit with the exploding death match. It really is, and they're still trying to keep. That and going they're with still continuing. Yeah, dude, dude, that match made me so bad. Let me let me tell you guys. Let me tell you guys about this match right now. So they make either, Kingston a baby face for. They just made Kingston a baby face out of nowhere to team with Moxley. But go ahead. Well, yeah, no, well, okay. So either Omega knows that we're talking, sh- not, not like us three of us, you know what I mean, this in general. I think Omega knows that he's getting talked shit on about how he is, so he's just mocking everyone now. Dude, the guy literally... <laughs> they did tag spots back and forth, Nakazara and uh, Omega, of them literally stomp, stomp, choke. Literally just choke holds one after another. Tag, stop, stop, choke. It's just like, what is this, dude? It's just like, it's kind of just like they're heels, but they're being like goofy heels. You know what I mean? Because it's he obvious there, what they're doing. He and they're taking the you piss. You know what I mean? He and they're taking the piss. But this is the man Daniel Bryan was talking about. This is the man Daniel was like, oh, I love what he's doing right now. I'm like, you mean just not giving a fuck? 
Oh yeah, this yeah, he's not caring at all. It's just you can tell, and it's just like which is hilarious to me. He's bro. doing it on purpose. Brian's like, like oh, just, I love I love what Kenny's doing. He's doing whatever he wants. I'm like, just not giving a fuck, Brian. There's people in WWE not doing that. Mm-hmm. Hell, you could look at Randy any other week and see he don't give a shit. Yeah. So, I mean, he got this stuff from Matt Riddle now. That's interesting. I don't know. I've been watching it, but. Shit, Randy's 50% is better than most guys, 100%. Oh, shit. <laughs> that is true. I mean, but my point is, I just don't think Omega has anything that to chomp his teeth into. You know what I mean? It's Moxley food. I don't know why they're so continuing it. He needs to move on. You know what I mean? The feud everybody to wanted to... The feud everybody wanted to see at one point was him and Adam Page, but they don't know what the fuck they're doing with Adam Page anymore. Exactly. And then now, guess what? There's a number one contenders match for Kenny Omega's title. And guess did he, he's going to defend it at double or nothing against these contenders. Guess who the two contenders are? Who? Just guess. Hangman Page and John Moxley? No, Pop and Orange Cassidy. So whoever wins that match next week will go on against Kenny Omega. By the way, none of those people have touched Omega at all since he's been champion or have been winning matches. Why? I know of. I have no idea. It's just like, so what the fuck are they doing with Moxley then? Why pack? I love pack, but why pack? And fucking orange, orange cat. <sighs> I just. I'm not defending it. I'm just seeing. I'm just telling you guys what I watch. Jesus like, fuck. Like that's why I don't understand why people think it's good because it doesn't make no sense. I haven't seen no, Neville. Not Neville. I'm gonna call him Neville. Fuck it. I haven't seen Neville and OC have a single match at all this whole entire time. Omega's been champion. They've been in tag teams the whole fucking time. Marcel, have you you. I, you guys don't you can't pay attention Marcel right you haven't seen a uh, 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 Pac match one on one in a while right Hack and fucking Orange Cassidy had a feud like a year ago they haven't touched since so exactly and then but not only that but Pac what have they been- done to earn a number one contenders match have they been on winning streaks or some shit like dude I, I don't know I'm gonna have to find this out I'm gonna have to crack this case because honestly Pac was last time in a, in a tag team match with Ray Phoenix, and then Orange Cassidy has been feuding with Miro and the best friend with the best friends. We're not going to do seventeen. We're not going to do seventeen rematches. We're just going to make matches that make no fucking sense. On your biggest show of the year, too, this is double or nothing. Don't you think Omega and Hangman Payne should be your main event? Like, that should be freaking or, obvious. Or fucking or him and Moxley, Moxley again. Jesus Christ, if you keep... Or fucking... Or him and Kingston. I don't fucking know. That'd be like Kingston, if... W, this is like... If WWE was building this Brian Roman match, they had been feuding for months since WrestleMania. Then all of a sudden, they're like... Uh, there's gonna be no more contenders match, and the winner faces Roman, and it's between like fucking Baron Corbin, goddamn, oh, uh, and, and like Kevin Owens. <laughs> it's like, wait, what the fuck? Where these two guys come from? What the f- they haven't touched Roman ever? What the fuck? I'm gonna have to crack the bottom of this, guys. I'm sorry. This is just making to no damn sense at all. 
I don't even drink, and this shit made me want to drink. <laughs> Look out, Jesus Christ. That's I'm not why I'm drinking until December, so. That's why Hangman Page be drinking. He be sitting in on these fucking writers' meetings, like hearing all this shit Tony doing, like, Jesus fuck. God damn, bro. Hangman Page versus Kenny Omega at this moment, because of the way they've been building up Hangman Page. That's just that's a money match. I have no idea why they're not gonna or a triple threat. It'll be a first time ever. Moxley, Hangman, fucking Omega. Why not? Everyone else is fucking doing it. And Turn I know noticed- a triple threat because WWE's having a triple threat. This is that what we're doing now on my PV. And it's little things, right? You just notice certain shit like after a year or some AW's promised land, this, that, and the other. One, you just hear all this different shit. One just they lied about that fucking exploding match then tried to blame it on omega then there was the fact that people were catching covid and they weren't fucking telling nobody then there was a oh shit i had one it was like them catching covid not telling nobody fucking blaming this shit on omega and fuck i just had it and i lost it what god damn it what was it you mentioned john oh yes john moxley Remember when he left WWE and he said there was no way he'd ever go back? And now he's saying he would fast go back. For, fast forward a year later, this motherfucker's like, I mean, I'd be willing to listen to an offer. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, this, like a year ago, this motherfucker was like screaming hellfire. Like, man, I'll never go back there. There's no amount of money that ever made me go back. Fast forward a year later, this motherfucker's like, I mean, I, I mean I'd mean, i listen to an offer. I'm not saying I'll take it, but I one, one critique I am going to make too is they definitely don't care about their physiques anymore over there either. Omega and John Moxley look like a bunch of dad bods right now. <laughs> CEO of Moxley Plumbing. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's just uh, this. It's just one of those things that matter because you got to remember you're on TV live weekly. You got to look like you give a shit. You know what I mean? At least just one last thing and we'll wrap it again it's it's like bubba 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 ray talked about the impact title with kenny how kenny just had nakazawa holding it and then he said on the i think he said on busted open uh bully ray was like man if i was impact i'd be pissed as hell about how kenny's handling their title i'm like don Callis, right there he clearly don't give a shit so and then people are trying to defend it still too. Like Dave Mazler saying, well, the numbers. This is like, who cares about the numbers if your company still looks like shit in the process? Yeah, because y'all don't say that same and shit that with WWE. To me. That's that the funny thing. That's the funny thing. Nobody say that about WWE. No one says, everybody be shitting on WWE, but no one says the numbers, uh, the numbers. I'm like, yeah, because on average, WWE still gets better numbers than AEW. But no one's saying that. No, of course not. But I think it's just a little weird how they're saying that, oh, the impact numbers are up. But if you just watch the product from an eye test, you think this company is getting shit on. So why are the numbers going up? I just feel like he's finessing it. You know what I mean? Like, What's the number? The What's the number? Like, numbers went up from 1,000 to 1,001. Hey, I <laughs> haven't seen no numbers at all this whole entire time. So whatever numbers are talking about is very is very fishy to me. Also, another number that's really fishy to me is a demographic. I always thought the demographic was 18 to 34. When the fuck did it become 18 to 49? I think it was like a couple of years ago they changed that. But really, they changed. I'm just making sure so. because that sounds a little fishy to me too. Because all of a sudden it was always well the 18 to 34 di- um, 
number matters, not the 50, over 50 age number matters. And then now all of a sudden it's 18 to 49. I'm just like, hmm, okay. Apparently women, they've had like a drop off in female viewers recently. And I think that started with the Britt Baker Thunder Rosa match. Mm. The, the non-sanctioned. Women don't want to see that shit. They, they mm. don't. Like women, uh, most women do not have the same penchant for violence that men do. Hell, a lot of men don't want to see that it's just this i don't want to see women do it you know exactly I mean? like that's that's maybe. the thing that's the thing it's like it's this weird it's this weird psychological thing we got as men we feel like we have to protect women so when we see them out there all bloodied and beat the fuck up we don't like that really it's, it's like an it's, it's like an internal thing like even if you watch it you'll just be like uh, I don't know about that. Like, like if, like if it's an angle, like let's say Britt Baker came in and it's like knocked the shit out of someone's bitch's head, like Thunder Rosa's head, and she got busted open for just that. That's fine, but a whole match of violence. Yeah, you get what I'm saying, uh, Rika? Yeah. Um. I, I don't know. I was telling somebody this the other day. It was after I saw a death match, and it's like I get. It's like I said before, William Regal said it best. Wrestling is like different flavors of ice cream. And people are going to like this, people are going to like that. Those type of matches where guys are getting bloodied and there's thumbtacks and shit, it's not for me. Um, especially when women are doing it. So um, I just feel like there was a time and place where all that stuff was acceptable. Now I'm just kind of like, eh, the attitude ever ended. And I just kind of feel like all those matches should have gone with it. So. I mean, I never saw the match myself, but I saw highlights of it. I'm just like, eh, I, I don't, I don't care for guys doing it, let alone women doing it. So it's like, I wouldn't watch that. Would you? Would you? Would you agree with me though that if it was just like a part of an angle to start a match, like let's say Britt Baker came in, it didn't have to be bloody, but just like cracked her face or nose. You know what I mean? That would be a lot better, right? Like let's say she just fucking just wax her. Britt Baker, match. or just do the usual triple, or just do the usual no DQ matches nowadays, where you're just hitting each other with chairs. There's <laughs> tables involved. Britt you Baker know, needs I, to start taking women's teeth. Just start taking bitches' teeth and wear it as a necklace. Well, yeah, it's she's a dentist. <laughs> All I gotta like, say, this momentum is working. She has a title shot at double or nothing. So, which think- at this point, let her be Hikaru. I like Hikaru, but yeah. You would think, like, since she's a dentist, she would use a finish like the mandible claw or something like that. But it's like, I see her matches and I'm like, why does she, like, do something with a jaw or do something she with does. a mouth? She does. Her finisher is a lock jaw. It's a cross face. No, it's a Saturn's rings. And then she puts her hand in her opponent's mouth and, like, pulls on her jaw. You're not supposed to literally put your hand in there. Never mind. Well, she wears a glove. <laughs> Cause she COVID, a glove, yeah. she wears a glove because COVID. So she like grab. So she puts like a mandible claw in while doing the Saturn's rings. Yeah, I would yeah. say that she has the most momentum right now. Uh, so I would say beat, have her beat Sheeta. It's time for a new women's champion over there. Yeah, I mean she has been doing this. Thunder- no, she showed up on. In, I think she showed up on NWA recently. I think she's gonna try and challenge Serena, who Serena Deeb, oh. who is signed. Mm-hmm. For the women's title, because Serena D beat her for the women's title, so that's gonna be oh. a good match. Well, they know what they're doing, but yeah, at this point, Hikaru is a uh, look. She's been doing her thing and she's been holding it down, but 
She's been, yeah, she's been a good women's champion. I'm not going to deny it, but give it's it, just time for it's the time. Give it to Britt. Just give it to Britt. She's she's she has most momentum right now. You give it to the one with the most momentum. I mean, Britt. Besides that little Thunder Rosa match, I thought she's doing way better in her promos. She's owning up to her confidence and to her gimmick. Yeah, you'll never the fucking title. You'll never hear this, but just in case you do, Hikaru. When your contract expires, go to NXT. Yeah, that would be fun to see. Go to NXT. <laughs> now, I would feel like that would shift everything's opinion on AEW's women's division if she goes to NXT. You know who's then not going to go to AEW's women's division? Who? Tessa Blanchard. Because apparently no. they still don't want... Tessa's still a free agent. Nobody want to pick her up, apparently. Or she don't want to go nowhere. I don't know. I thought she was going to get picked up by AEW. No, that was a rumor. They said they haven't talked to her or Daga at all. And apparently really? WWE, yeah, and apparently WWE has had people were speculating that that diamond mine stable that WWE keep, that NXT keeps advertising was related to Tessa, but they're like, no, nah, it's not related to Tessa. So, well, I mean, they could Listen, always man, they could always be they could always be lying, but who knows? If I don't get a Tessa Blanchard versus Charlotte Flair match by the time I die, I'm going to be very disappointed. That's a match where you could have either of them play babyface or well, actually no. Tessa would have to be the babyface because Charlotte is a terrible babyface, or I rather, she's a make- or rather she's a better babyface than she is a he- she's rather healed than she is a babyface. But is Tessa a good babyface? So that's the thing. I never seen her. She does. She has that face that she just want to like this. She's a stuck a bitch. She's she's a great heel, but I think she was mostly a solid babyface in Impact when she was chasing the title. I mean, she had to be the babyface in that feud. Jesus Christ. I, I, like I said in the, in the group chat, if they ever did sign Tessa to AEW, you know that's the Omega versus Tessa Blanchard match would be right in their picking. She should beat his ass. And any final thoughts, crew? Nope. <laughs> no, no, not, no, no over here. Then we'll end it. See y'all next time. Adios.